Happy New Year, Shine Church. We hope that you had a very merry Christmas. We want to thank you for joining us for this online service, and we hope that uh, on this New Year's weekend, you are just having an incredibly blessed weekend. Hey, I want to start off with just a couple New Year's uh, jokes, and so I need your help. Um, and I know that uh, it's going to be a little strange, but I, I'm going to tell a knock-knock joke, and I need you to respond. So are you guys ready? All right, knock-knock. Now, come on. I know you don't want to respond because this is online, but would you respond to this? Ready? All right. Knock, knock. Abby. Abby New Year. Uh, you know, the great thing about doing this recording online is I, in my mind, think that everybody is just laughing hilariously right now. Hey, uh, you know, we are um, at the time of year right now where uh, we tend to reflect on just new things with the new year. And I uh, found a couple uh, New Year's resolution jokes that I want to share with you. The first one is this. Uh, I was going to quit all my bad habits for the new year, but then I remembered that nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> uh, the next one was this. Uh, my resolution this year is to read more. So I put the subtitles on my TV. And then the last one is this. Uh, my New Year's resolution is to stop hanging out with people who ask me what my New Year's resolutions are. <laughs> Isn't that so true? Uh, like I said, hey, this is the time of year by very nature that we take inventory of our lives. And many people actually think about this time of year and they... Um, look at themselves and they look at their lives and they try to decide uh, if there's things that they need to change or want to do. And, and many people do make New Year's resolutions. Um, and I believe that God has just an incredible message for uh, you and I in regards to bring in the new year, just a good foundational truth. Uh, I'm just going to share with you um, four verses from the Bible and some things that I feel like the Lord wants all of us to embrace and and implement as we head into the new year. Um, so let's just jump in with a word of prayer and we'll get started. So Heavenly Father, we thank you. God, I thank you that your, um, your word says that, that your mercy is brand new every morning. And God, I know that as we head into a new year, um, this is such a great time to refresh our lives in you and to think about things and the, the possibility of new things coming. And so Lord, I pray that you would help each and every one of us just take this opportunity this weekend uh, to remind ourselves of the faithfulness of who you are, to refresh ourselves in, in who you are and what you're going to be doing in our lives this year and to look forward to uh, an incredibly uh, blessed year. Um, because anyone who has relationship with you, um, no matter what their circumstances, are absolutely blessed. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just communicate your heart through me right now. And God, as I just speak these words, that it would penetrate into those listening and that it would just make an impact. God, we want to draw closer to you and we thank you for these things in your name. Everybody said, amen, amen. All right, well, um, the scripture is found in 2 Peter chapter 1. And I'm going to start in verse 12, and it reads this way. Therefore, I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are established in the truth you now have. I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of my body, because I know that this tent will soon be laid aside as our Lord Jesus has made it clear to me. And I will make every effort to ensure that after my departure, you will be able to recall these things 
at all times. I was just reading through this and three words really jumped off of the pages as I was reading it. And I just want to share with you. And those three words are remind, refresh, and recall. Now this is written by Peter, one of the disciples that hung out with Jesus. And I believe that um, he is trying to communicate not only to the people back then, but to us right now, some of the most important things that he has gleaned from walking with the Lord. Um, We know just based on this scripture that Peter thought that he was going to be passing from this earthen tent very soon. And he wanted to write these words. And so I think there's a great um, level of of power in understanding um, what he is writing here. And so I just want to share as we head into the new year, uh, what I believe the Lord would speak to each each one of us. And that is those three things to remind, to refresh and to recall. So let's look at the first one. Remind. The word itself actually means um, (coughs) to cause to remember. And so um, it's really a looking back, Second uh, Peter 1.12, let me remind you, it says, therefore, I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are established in the truth you know have, you now have. So what are these things? Well, um, clearly Peter has written some stuff already in the chapter. Second uh, Peter 1, 3 through 4 says this, um, his divine power has given us everything we need for life. So he is trying to remind us, church, that we have everything that we need in the divine power of Jesus Christ. And I totally agree with that. And I think that he is, he is trying to encourage us to remember that we have everything that we need in Jesus Christ the Lord. He goes on, everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. I think as we head into a new year, one of the things that the Lord would want us to remember is that we, he wants a walking, talking relationship with us. He wants us to interact with him, to be grafted into him and to have that relationship him that is alive and active each and every day. And we do this by knowing him. And we know him by getting into his word, praying with him, communicating with him. And Peter wants to encourage us in these things. He goes on and says, though these, he has given us his precious, through these, he has given us his precious and magnificent promises so that through them, you may become partakers of the divine nature. Now that you have escaped the corruption of the world caused by the evil desires. So obviously Peter is trying to set the foundation and saying, hey, look, because of God's divine nature and the fact that he now lives inside of each one of us, that we have Um, we have escaped the corruption of this world. But I think there's something deeper that Peter would want us to understand in the middle of this. And that is that, that God wants to remind us of where we've come from. I think there's great power in looking back at our past. And as we enter into a new year, I think, and I hope, and my prayer is that you would take some time this weekend and look back at what God has done um, for you, uh, in you, around you in the past year. As a matter of fact, I would, encourage you to go back even farther than a year, because here's, here's the truth. Many times we forget what God has already done for us. And I think Peter is saying, Hey, remind yourself. And as a matter of fact, I think he was taking the, the, the ownership of the authority to say, Hey, I want to remind you. I want to remind you of what God has done for you. And so um, I think God encourages, encourages us to look back and to remember his faithfulness. Um, You can see this over and over in the Bible. Um, There's God given reminders and I don't have enough time to go into everything, but let me just share a few of those. Um, If you read the story of Noah, God gives the rainbow as a reminder that he will never um, flood the earth entirely like he did. Uh, It's just as a reminder. Uh, Circumcision. Actually, it says that circumcision is a reminder of the covenant between God 
and his people. Um, altars were, were built up in the Old Testament. And every time somebody walked by the altar, they would remember what God had done for them. That was the purpose and the reason for those things. Um, offering and sacrifices. Uh, it says that they were giving offering and sacrifices so that they could remember that they were fallen, that they weren't that perfect being that God had that God needs to be. I mean, he's a holy God. And so they had to make these offering and sacrifices. And why? So that we would remember that we weren't perfect. Um, you see the garments that the priests wore. It said that the different tassels and different things, that every time they looked at them, they were to be a reminder of different elements and different facets of who God was. The feasts, uh, if we look at the Passover, uh, unleavened bread, the first fruits, Pentecost, trumpets, the atonement, the Feast of Tabernacles, all of these feasts were instructed by the Lord to the Israelites so that they could think back and remind themselves and to remember what God had done. In other sections, it says to remember the prophetic words that were spoken of you. And some of you listening right now, I believe God has spoken prophetic words over you and promises that, that he intends to fulfill in your life. And maybe they haven't come to fruition, but they've been spoken over you. And I want you to remember those things. I want you to remind yourself of those things. Even communion itself is the breaking of bread. And Jesus says to do this in remembrance of him and what he has done for us. And so many times in the Bible, um, we are instructed to look back, to remember, to remind ourselves. Um, it says that we are to teach the coming, the future generation, our children's and our children's children. We're supposed to teach them about these things of God. How do you teach them? You remember what God has done. And so this weekend, I pray that you would take a little time to remind yourself of what God has done. My wife and I had recently had a conversation with somebody and, and uh, they were just sharing their struggle. And one of the things they said was, uh, I, just don't, I just don't know if I've made any big decisions for the Lord. And we know this person very well. And, and we just said, oh man, um, here's some big decisions that we've seen just in the last three years in your life. And as we spoke those things into their life, um, the individual was like, oh my gosh, you're right. And it's, isn't that just human nature? We forget the impact and the mighty ways that God has moved in our lives in the past. I want you to think about New Year's Eve, 2018. Now compare yourself now compared to then. How far have you come? I believe with all of my heart, anyone who is seeking the Lord and trying to live a life um, in relationship with him, I believe that we're all continually growing. Now, we all want to arrive and we all want to get to that perfect place. But the truth is it's all a process of maturing into our faith. And I know that I am stronger in my walk with the Lord now than I was five years ago. Um, but when I look at it from a day-to-day -day point of view, sometimes I forget that. And sometimes my inefficiencies and, and my flaws, um, they, they make me think that I'm, I'm not progressing. And I just want to encourage you. And I want to remind you of the faithfulness of the Lord and that you are moving forward. If you are seeking the Lord, I have no doubt in my mind that you will look back and go, oh, wow, I have come a long way. And so there's great power um, in what Peter's saying here to remind ourselves of these things. It's hard to define these things because I think these things are individual and, and um, special to each one of us. But I would pray that you would go before the Lord and ask him to remind you of his faithfulness and what he's done 
for you. And then, and when you do this, um, it, what, what happens is it builds a trust in you. Um, you've heard me speak uh, from time to time on, on the three uh, legs of, of our foundation. There's the trust, there's belief, and there's faith. And I believe a big one that comes with looking back at our past is trust because we see where God was faithful and then we can trust him um, in moving on into our future. And so uh, remind yourself of the good things that God has done. It continues, Peter continues in 2 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 13, and he says this, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of my body. Now, interesting, that word refresh right there, it actually means to stir you up or to arouse completely. And when I read that, I was instantly reminded of Paul's instruction to Timothy um, when he was given his final instructions uh, before the end of his life to Timothy. And he said in 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7, he said, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. So uh, Paul had given prophetic words over Timothy, laid hands, prayed for him, and he's reminding him of those things and saying, hey, um, let this fan into flame. And then he goes on and says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self self-control. And so uh, the second thing I want you to do this weekend as we head into a brand new year is I want you to think about where you are in the present. Um, I believe that this actually helps us in, in regards to what we believe and how we believe. Um, when we think about our present and when we actually take a look of ourselves and do a self inventory and just ask ourselves, where am I with my relationship with the Lord? Um, if we honestly will do that and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us, I believe God will actually give us very great insight on the areas that we're doing well in and some areas that maybe we need to uh, give give more holy over to the Lord. And so I pray that this weekend you'll take a little time to refresh yourself. And remember that word is to arouse completely, to, to stir up. I, I pray that you would stir up um, what you believe, that you would take an inventory on how your belief is doing. I'm reminded of the story of the man that comes to Jesus and I believe it's to heal uh, one of his children. And Jesus says, do you believe? And, and the man says, I do believe. But then he said, but help my unbelief. And church, um, I pray that as you take that self-inventory and as you think about where you are currently, that you would just be honest and open before the Lord. And you would say, um, God, I do believe in you. And there's certain areas in my life where I have given my 100% belief into you or here, but there are certain areas in my life where I'm struggling to believe. Would you help my unbelief? And as we do that, what begins to happen is a hunger begins to stir in our heart. You know, hunger is not something that we can we can strive up on our own. Um, you get hungry when you haven't um, eaten. You physically get hungry after you have a lack in your body where you haven't eaten for a while. And that just naturally comes. And I would submit to you that um, we can't stir up a, a spiritual hunger either. But I do believe that we can ask for God to give us a hunger and that he will begin to stir that up in us. And so if you find yourself maybe a little complacent as you head into a new year, uh, I want you to ask the Lord to help you with your unbelief and say, hey, look, I believe in you, but there's certain areas where I haven't given that full um, belief over to you and ask him to begin to arouse that completely in you. I believe that this year is going to be a year where Shine Church and, and actually the family of God all over it is going to be called to run with him, to go with him in new ways, um, to really analyze and look into areas where um, we haven't 
given certain aspects of our lives completely over to him. And I, I pray that you would just take this time as we, again, new year, it's time to take that, that self-reflection and look into things. Um, ask God to stir just a desire to go after him. Um, what do you want to go after for 2023? What's the thing that comes to mind? And my prayer, my hope is that when you start to ask that question or when somebody asks you that question, Jesus Christ will be your answer. And you'll have this heart and desire to just really go after him. Let's run after God this year. And let's ask him to stir us up and to arouse completely the gift that's inside of us. That gift is the Holy Spirit. It's in every single one of us. And as we spoke on uh, last week, Christmas Eve, uh, the, the light that is going to illuminate the earth, when Jesus comes back with the new heaven and the new earth, that light where we don't need the sun, we don't need the moon anymore. That light is in each one of us. And he wants us to live from that place and in that understanding. And so stir yourself up church and just ask the Lord, help me in those areas where I struggle to, to have that desire to follow you. And I believe the Holy Spirit will come in and absolutely do that to you. And the last one is to recall second Peter 1 15. And he says this, and I will make every effort to ensure that after my departure, so Peter's already talking about the fact that he's going to be passing away um, very soon, he believes. Um, it goes on and says, you will be able to recall these things at all times. And so um, the word recall there is, is to have a remembrance. And I believe what Peter is saying is, okay, if you remind yourself of what God has done for you in the past, if you allow him to stir up belief in you, so you have a trust in the faithfulness of God, you have this new belief, this new passion, this new desire to go after God, that then as you remember those things, you'll be able to make it through whatever your future has in store for you. And this really is the third leg of the foundation, which is faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And so as, as God begins to stir us up, what will happen is um, we'll want to get into our word more. We'll want to get into times of prayer. And as we ask God specific questions, then what begins to happen is we begin to hear his voice leading us speaking about the future. You know, Jesus said that it is better that I go, that the Holy Spirit should come. And at one section in, uh, in the end of John, he actually says that um, when the spirit comes, he will tell you things that are to come. And so when we have this walking, talking relationship with the Lord, and when we are filtering our future through Jesus and asking him to lead us, it says that Jesus goes to the father, he intercedes on our behalf, and then he takes what the father tells him and he gives it to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit makes it known to us. And Hebrews says that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we don't see. And this is how we can have faith. This is how we can be certain of things we don't see is that when the Holy Spirit tells us what is to come, then we can be certain and we can have the faith for that. And so as we look forward to our future, um, I, I want you to understand that all three of these things, they, they work together. As we remind ourselves of, of the faithfulness of God, and as we stir uh, our current present hearts towards the Lord, then what begins to happen is he begins to speak to us and speaks to our future. And then we can be certain about what is coming and what is going to take place. And so as, as you look forward to a new year, I pray that this weekend you would ask the Lord some very specific questions. And I've got a few for you today um, that 
that maybe you want to use, or maybe you come up with some of your own. But I truly believe this, that when we're specific with the Lord, he is good to answer us in those prayers, in those, those conversations. And, and so uh, pay very close attention to the first thought that comes to your mind when you ask these questions, because I truly believe that God speaks through that first thought. And then we talk ourselves out of it. So whether it's us or the enemy trying to steal that, um, kind of like the parable of the seeds where the, the word is sown and then the enemy comes and tries to snatch it away right away. Prepare your heart, open it up, and pay attention to those first thoughts that come across when you ask these very specific questions. And so here's one of them. Um, why don't you ask the Lord um, what you need to let go of as you move forward into this new year? Are there things that God would ask you to leave in 2022, to let go of them? Um, and maybe there's addiction issues. Maybe there's um, things that you're watching online or looking at in regards to social media, or maybe there's, maybe there's just elements in, in regards to a relationship, or uh, maybe there's dietary things. I, you know, this is how the resolutions come out. We know they all come out because uh, we can't find a parking place in January next in this building because of the gym next door, because everybody makes that resolution to, to get physically fit. I, we all have those different things, but I just ask you to go before the Lord and say, hey, is there anything that I need to let go that I need to leave in 2022 and not bring with me into 2023? Um, how about this one? What are some of the things the Lord is calling you to pick up or embrace? Are there things that, that God is stirring in your heart um, that he wants you to pick up for 2023? Maybe, maybe it's a, a dream or a, a promise that God gave to you uh, in the past that you've laid down, but God is starting to stir that back up in you. Uh, maybe it's a hunger and a desire to, to get more into your word or uh, to pray more time. And don't dismiss those thoughts as you ask these things and you say, God, what do you want me to pick up this year? Uh, pick those up and go after them with all of your heart. I believe, again, God will direct you. And if you ask that specific question, again, pay attention to the first thought and then write it down and run with it and go with God. Um, he's asking us to come with him. And so I just, maybe, maybe he'll answer you on that question. Um, or how about uh, this one? How is the Lord calling you to run after him in the new year? Are there certain things that he is calling you to do? And maybe it is uh, some things that would cross over into kind of uh, new year's resolution things. Maybe it's a dietary thing. Maybe it's a, a physical fitness thing. I know um, about three months ago, I felt like the Lord told me to get back into more active um, I, on a regular basis. I'm starting to play basketball at least a couple times a week, just trying to get more physically fit um, because it's so easy to, to fall off and, and not do those things. So maybe Lord's asking you to, to do something like that, to run after him. Uh, but whatever it is that comes to mind, uh, would, you, would you go after it? Would you write it down and would you make a commitment um, before the Lord? And here's how you do this. Here's one of the ways you can do it. Um, who can you tell? Find somebody, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's a child, maybe it's a parent, uh, maybe it's just a friend, a coworker, somebody you work out with. I, tell them the one, two, three, four things that the Lord is asking you uh, to run with him in and ask them to hold you accountable. Um, you know, we need one another to sharpen each other and to help each other uh, to pursue our walk in relationship with the Lord. So just wanna encourage you again this weekend, um, it, just ask him, um, what are those things that he wants you to pick up and run with? And then go tell somebody about those things. And so I'll simply conclude by saying this, as we conclude 2022 and head into 2023, uh, I believe that God would have us look back and remember what he's done for us. I believe that God would have us look at our current heart condition and ask him to stir 
into flame a passion and a desire for him. And then finally, I believe that God would have us look forward with expectancy to what he has for us for a new year. And I believe that this sets a really good foundation uh, to kick off the year in just a, a really healthy way. So I just want to encourage you, um, take some time this weekend and do these three things um, and see what the Lord might do. Um, it would only take maybe, maybe 10 minutes for each thing, 30 minutes total. Um, and just remind yourself, refresh yourself, and look forward to the future and be able to recall those things so that you can um, just have a, a, a fervent, alive walk with the Lord. And so I'm going to pray for you um, and all of us that, that we would do this. Um, before I do though, uh, don't turn this recording off. Uh, I want to actually give you a quick uh, report on Shine Church for 2022 and just share all of the different things that have taken place um, as we as a church kind of look back. It's amazing because from a week to week, day to day, it doesn't seem like we've done too much. But as I was going through this, I was just absolutely amazed at all the things that that has uh, transpired and all the great things that God has done in our church. And I think you will enjoy hearing that. But let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the fact that you give us tools in order to uh, keep our heart um, focused in on you. And so, Lord, I pray for everybody listening to me right now that you would remind us, that you would remind us of how far we've come and the faithfulness of, of what you have done in our lives and how you've changed our lives. God, I pray that by your Holy Spirit, you would speak these things to us right now. God, I thank you for those things. And now, Lord, I pray that you would uh, fan into flame the gifting, the purpose, the, the plans that you have for each one of us. Your word says that they are so numerous that we couldn't even fathom or imagine them. God, I pray that you would stir up in us, that you would bring to uh, just a complete understanding of what and where we are currently with you. And God, in those areas where we're suffering, God, may we, um, may we just trust you to increase our belief in you. And then finally, Lord, I pray that you would help us uh, to look forward with just an expectant heart. God, help us to remember that um, you have been faithful and that you do want to increase uh, our ability to believe. Um, but Lord, that you have given us the gift of the Holy Spirit so that you can speak to us, so that we can have faith in moving forward. And so Lord, stir up and increase our faith. And when I pray that, I'm, I'm praying that you would increase our ability to hear your voice. May we position our hearts and our minds and our spirits um, to hear from you, to ask you specific questions, and then to respond with obedience, to step out with boldness and courage into the things that you have for us. And so, Lord, we thank you for these things. We pray them in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, church, give me just a few more minutes. I just want to um, share with you some of the exciting things that, that took place in, in 2022 here at Shine Church. I just want to remind you, uh, you know, our vision statement is that we are a community engaged with God, with each other, and our purpose. And, uh, you know, we kind of expand that with our four pillars and the fact that um, we want people to engage with God and one another. We want people to identify uh, the calling and the purpose and the plan and the identity of, of their life, the way that God sees them. Um, we pray that every one of you sees yourself the way that God sees you um, and, and really identify that in your life. Um, we want to empower 
Um, and in just a minute, I'm going to share some of the things that you guys did um, in this community and in this world. And it's just absolutely amazing uh, what is taking place as we watch the Holy Spirit empower uh, things in your life. And then ultimately, uh, we engage and, and identify and empower these things in our life so that we can multiply. Um, you know, the goal of the kingdom is the the maximum number of people who come to understand who Jesus Christ is, that he died for them, that he loves them, uh, and that he just wants a walking, talking relationship with them. And so as we go through these things, I want you to remember that everything that we do is kind of through the filter of those things. And so I kind of just broke this off into different categories. Um, so I'm going to start with just different events that took place in 2022. Uh, and I'm just going to quickly go through, through these. I, I don't want to take all of, of your time today um, going through these. We could go into these in depth. Um, but I'll just quickly go through these. Uh, last year, we, we did a Seder, right? We, you know, the week before Easter, uh, kicked off the new year with some great teaching. I'll just talk about it in a minute. But one of the big first events we did was the Seder. We had 100 uh, plus people. We did two nights. We broke off the sanctuary uh, at the church uh, into all these tables. And we just enjoyed that Seder, uh, kind of celebrating the Passover together as a family. Um, the week before Easter, we did a Palm Sunday service. Um, and it actually happened that particular week. We just came up with this idea. It felt like the Lord led us to just do some worship and some scripture reading. And if you remember, if you were there, it was very powerful. I think we're going to do that again in 2023. It was just so good. We had a good Friday service that was, um, again, had the life of God and just the Holy Spirit in it. And then we did our Easter services, which was just a great celebration of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. And uh, we had over 300 people come that weekend. If you remember, uh, it was the second year in a row that we brought the pancake, uh, the flipping flapjack guy out, and we just had pancakes and just celebrated together. It was just absolutely amazing. Uh, our youth group did several different events, which included a lock-in, uh, summer park days, um, just different activities that they do. Uh, our kids ministry had park days throughout the summer. Um, we kicked off uh, Tuesday night prayer uh, again. And so um, every Tuesday night at 6.30, if you want to come, if you have a heart to prayer, you can join us. Uh, but we were able to get that going again in 2022. Uh, and just, man, the spirit of God has been just moving in those nights. Um, we had um, many summer events. Uh, we tried to do something fun every other weekend, um, whether it be a barbecue or if you guys remember Father's Day, we did the big crawfish boil. That was so much fun. And we just want to thank everybody who provided for that. And it was just an amazing time. Um, and then a little bit later in the summer, we all went, we had, uh, I believe 140 people or something like that went to the Rockies game. Uh, and we just celebrated uh, just being together as a family uh, as we uh, the Rockies won actually that, that night. It was absolutely amazing. It was very cool. Um, we've done random worship nights, which just have had the life and the spirit of God in them. Um, we did a skate night where we had 80 plus people on a really snowy um, day um, come out to Skate City. We took over the place and just had a great time. Um, more recently, we, we did the night in Bethlehem where we made the sanctuary into the city of Bethlehem and had all these booths for the kids. We had 80 uh, or more people come out for that. And it was just an incredibly special event. Uh, and then even just last week, the Christmas Eve services that we had uh, that were so special. I just want to thank our, our worship team, um, you know, Josh Pruitt and 
uh, Adam Pacheco, Janelle, that, that whole team, just the, the worship and just how special they made that. It's just an incredible time. And so many different things that we've done. We look forward to doing many things in 2023. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, staff things. Uh, we had some transition. Uh, as many of you know, uh, Pastor Peter and Christine Gertis felt uh, the call from the Lord to step away from ministry and move into family. Uh, things that, that God was calling them to, as well as Jordan Decino. Uh, he made that same move uh, a couple months later. Uh, we love those guys. Jordan uh, still plays drums for us. Peter and Christine still comes and attends this. This is their, their church family. Um, and we applaud uh, the decision that they made to make those moves to step towards family and, and what God is calling them uh, to do. Um, but because of that, we were able to hire uh, new youth pastors, Tommy, uh, Maddie, Warden, and they just are amazing. Their hearts for our youth are just absolutely incredible. Uh, we are able to hire Marcus Pillar. Um, Marcus was already uh, on the formation team. Uh, cool story, don't have enough time to go into all of that, uh, but just the, the way that God drew him uh, back into just full-time ministry, his vision, uh, just an incredible thing to watch. And it's just been absolutely amazing. Um, and so uh, he's, he took over for Jordan in regards to the tech stuff and he does our facility stuff. He's kind of jack of all trades. He's just absolutely amazing. Wonderful to have him on the team. Um, from a staff perspective, um, we, in 2022, kind of transitioned our staff meetings. We meet every Tuesday. Um, and one of the things that we decided that we were going to do at the beginning of every uh, meeting on Tuesday is we were just going to celebrate the wins. Um, what took place the last week and um, the way that God moved. And the you guys, the stories that have been coming out and just the things that the Lord has been doing and the conversations that have spun. Um, I, we just recently had a staff meeting where we shared the wins. Um, and we probably talked for over an hour just about what God is doing and the heart um, that he has for you uh, as a congregation and just what is happening. And it's just amazing. Um, and so then after that, we, we transitioned from the winds to just praying. And we pray for you every week. Um, we pray that the Lord would have the first part of our week. Um, and we pray that the Lord would lead us. And so what has happened is there. Uh, just a great cohesiveness with our staff is taking place. Um, and so um, uh, we came up with the idea to actually do on the fifth Tuesday, you know, we meet every Tuesday. So on the fifth Tuesday, the month staff fifth, we do something fun as a staff. Uh, and the, the latest one that we did is we all went and did um, one of those escape rooms. And I just want to tell you that uh, your staff, we escaped the room. Uh, it was super exciting. We were, we, you have to be cohesive together to escape those rooms. And we just had a great time with that. Um, uh, congregational leadership. So how about you guys in, in development? Uh, man, there were so many incredible things that, that came out in 2022 just through you. Uh, responding to what God has called you to do. Um, we had led by people um, that call themselves just part of this family at Shine Church. We had these different classes taught. We had classes on mental health, evangelism, finances, gifting on hearing God's voice. DJ left, led again an in-stay group, which is just kind of development and, and getting uh, deeper into understanding the word and the heart that God has for the nations. Um, we had women's Bible studies led by um, one of you guys. We had men's breakfasts that were led and organized by you. I'm reading through all of these with the exception of in-stay. Um, in the hearing God's voice, um, the staff wasn't even involved in the organization and the putting together of these things. It's just you guys responding to what God is stirring in your heart. And we absolutely love this. We had um, 
outreaches, local outreaches led by you. Uh, we had a mission trip led by you. Um, and obviously our house churches. We couldn't do our house churches without you guys. Um, the leaders and the hosts that do those house churches, for you that attend those, that's, that's an act of servant as well. Servanthood and going to those homes and participating in our house churches on that final or that last full weekend of every month. And just want to encourage you and say thank you. Uh, if you have a heart to host or to lead one of our house churches, let us know. We would we love, love to get you involved in, in those things. Uh, okay, weekend services. Um, we started the year of 2022 uh, teaching on vision. Um, we actually got more into some of the interaction um, in passing the microphone and asking people questions and hearing your heart and hearing what the Lord is stirring in you in regard to the topic that we're speaking about. We, we talked about end times. We taught on trusting God in transition. Um, we taught on walking as Christ would have us walk. And then we did a book study on First um, John, which was absolutely incredible. And then we concluded the year uh, with the power of Jesus coming as the light of the world. Um, and so just the depth of the teaching has just been absolutely amazing. Um, in 2022, we have leaned more into the interaction. Uh, and I know for some people that that um, is uncomfortable, but I just want to say thank you for um, being involved in, in that portion of our services. Um, we really believe that part of equipping and training you is to speak give you the opportunity to actually share what God is showing you and speaking and, and putting on your heart. And so um, just want to encourage you. Um, you know what? Let's lean into this even a little bit more because that actually gives us the courage. Um, it, it helps prepare us to actually speak into uh, our hurt and lost world out there. And so want to just thank you for participating in that. Um, in 2022, we actually started uh, kind of a worship team approach. Um, as um, many of you know, uh, Janelle was our full-time worship pastor and she just felt led to be more on the formation team side of things. And so we didn't know exactly what to do. And we felt like the Lord led us at the beginning of the year to uh, do a team approach. And again, I want to thank um, Adam Pacheco, Josh Pruitt, um, and, and Donnie Camp, um, who has actually taken a full-time job somewhere else. So Janelle has stepped in and they each lead one weekend a month. And it's been just absolutely amazing. I, I get many times people coming up and saying, man, the talent that you guys have uh, with worship. And I couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm just so glad to have that team. And it's just working out really well. Uh, we added teachers to the teaching team. As many of you know, that's just in the last quarter. And the depth of teaching, the, the, the meetings have been incredible. But what has been coming on a weekend basis uh, has just been absolutely amazing and life-giving. And I hope you've, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we did baptisms. We had a couple times, or a couple different uh, baptismal services, uh, baptizing a total of 14 people. And what I love about that is most of those 14 were adults, which is just absolutely amazing to be able to see God transform and, and take uh, an adult person to a position where they say, I want to publicly profess uh, what I believe in Jesus Christ. Just absolutely love it. We did some baby dedications uh, on our weekend services. Um, all right, missions. Uh, we have done so many great global and local things. Uh, I'm just going to quickly go through these. Uh, we had the Mexico mission trip with uh, Homes of Hope um, with a small group of, I think it was 12 people that went out and built a home in two days, uh, just over a weekend, built an entire home for a family, which is absolutely amazing. We continue our partnership with the Help and Hope Center, um, which is just down the road from the church, um, providing needs for Douglas County. And we have a great partnership with them, as well as Hope's Promise, the 
that, um, and they serve for adoptions and foster care and actually um, uh, they have orphan orphanages in a couple different countries and we partner with them. I, I'm excited to announce that they uh, have just asked me to be a, upon their board. And so I'm going to be, I just agreed to a two-year term to be on their board with them and super excited about that. We started a new relationship with a ministry called Convoy of Hope. Convoy of Hope, uh, I mean, they just have such a strong ministry because as soon as some kind of a um, disaster happens anywhere in the world, they immediately have people to put feet on the ground. And your financial contribution, we have to take a portion of that. I'll talk about that in just a minute. But we take a portion of that and um, we put that right to Convoy of Hope and they are feet on the ground right away. So if you ever wonder, are we doing something? Um, the answer is yes, because Convoy of Hope is there and they're using funds that we uh, have given, that you have provided to help them to, to minister in those areas. Uh, we also started a new relationship with New Horizon Destiny Project, which is Ashley and Manny Loiza. And uh, they, they support those coming out of human trafficking. And it's just an incredible ministry. We have weekly alms assistance. Uh, we, we shared our building with several different ministries, a Christian magicians group, uh, a celebrate recovery group. Uh, we have a music school using our youth room on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday right now. Uh, we partnered with a homeschool group that needed a facility for a time in 2022. We let them use our building. Uh, we have a men's group that meets Saturday morning, weekly. Uh, we partnered with Olinger Funeral Home. Uh, while they were building their building um, with YWAM, the DTC, the Discipleship Training Course. Um, we partnered with them. Um, we partnered with a family um, from Shine, um, one of you, uh, to host a family seeking asylum. Many of you guys know this. Um, and they've had uh, a mom and two kids living with them for the last few months. And it's been absolutely amazing to see what's happening there. We did a local outreach led by one of you to the Castle View High School teachers and workers, and they were absolutely blessed and blown away um, by what we provided and what we brought to them. And then uh, just again, more recently, Operation Christmas Child, um, we did 75, at least 75 boxes. We weren't for sure, 75 or 80 different boxes that uh, then went out um, worldwide um, to give gifts to children for Christmas. Just absolutely amazing. So um, finally, finances. I just want to quickly remind you um, how we structure our finances. We take 10% of everything that you give and we put that into missions. And we break that apart then 40% into global missions, 40% into local missions, 10% into alms and benevolence, and 10% uh, into Israel um, to help fund ministries that serve in Israel. And so let me run down um, what, what happened this year just with our missions and then we'll be done. Um, first off, in our alms, um, we gave over $11,000 away in just basically weekly benevolence. Half of that came from you and our special offerings on the third weekend of every month where we just ask you to give extra to that. Um, but the other half actually comes from that 10% of the 10%. Um, we used it to help people who uh, needed grocery, groceries, um, gas, needed help with utilities or medical bills, car repairs, et cetera. Um, it, it has um, just absolutely been amazing how we have been able to continue to support those that just are in need. And again, it's thank, it, thank you because it's due to your faithfulness. Um, uh, there's a ministry called TANF, which uh, we've partnered with Douglas County um, Temporary Assistance to Needy Families. We've given 
2022 to families that had need just partnering with Douglas County, which is absolutely amazing. Local missions. Um, this is absolutely, these numbers are just so much fun to give. Local missions, $24,359 given in local support to help or to, to support the Help and Hope Center, Alternative Pregnancy Center, Hope's Promised, to do community fundraisers with Castle Rock Christian Academy. Again, Help and Hope Center, the Hope Promise Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, we used that local mission to help with pastoral care in a couple different ways. Uh, we helped a local pastor who needed some home repairs, um, individuals from this church uh, who needed financial help, um, maybe a little bit with utilities and rent and those kind of things. But in one particular family um, had unfortunately a death in their family and weren't going to be able to have all of their siblings to come out the funeral. And we provided uh, the travel costs for them. And it's just out of your generosity, again, to be able to support and help those that are a part of this family. Uh, we helped YWAM, we helped Young Life, and again, the Castle View High School Outreach um, all make up part of that $24,000. Global Missions, $35,857 given out to monthly support um, for um, Paula and Naomi Pruitt, who uh, just support Chinese missionaries. Um, we have... Um, Brian and Lori Lindsay with Southeast Asia, Grant and Kayla Muggy. Uh, he's an air traffic controller uh, with the International Civil Aviation in Southeast Asia. Uh, Brian and Jacqueline Rupel, who are in Los Cabos, and we support them. Uh, Jarrett Sesmat with Go Ministries. He does prison ministry in the DR. We, we partnered with him this year for the first time. Convoy of Hope, like I said. Um, New Horizon Destiny, as I earlier mentioned, uh, Homes of Hope with the Mexico mission trip. So um, we are just globally making an impact, even as a small little church here uh, in Castle Rock, we're making a huge impact even in, in our entire world, again, through your generosity and your faithfulness to give. And so we just say thank you so much. Uh, we have set aside $5,474 for Israel. I'm super excited because we are going to be uh, going at the end of January, taking 37 people uh, to Israel. And I'm looking forward to using that money and being able to seed some ministries that are there. Um, the Chan ministry, which is the, the family that is helping um, that family seeking asylum, um, we actually put out a call not only to the church here, but some of the local pastors, uh, $14,789 have come in to help with that whole thing. Uh, what's super exciting about that is we're covering all their legal fees. We're able to get, the, you know, they came um, and they only had one outfit. We bought them clothes. We have the, buying them food. Uh, like I said, the legal fees. And our hope is that we'll actually be able to, when they get uh, the permission to be able to go live on their own and, and have the, I believe the green card to, to work and all of that, um, we, uh, we will be able to hopefully give them the down payment for the rental. And so it's going to be just absolutely amazing. Grand total, we have given over $102,000 in missions in 20,000 or 2022. And so that's just absolutely amazing for a small church, in my opinion. And so thank you. Want to absolutely applaud you. Uh, finally, uh, our church finance. Sometimes people ask, how is the health of the church financially? Um, I, a little bit of, of uh, maybe disappointing news in the middle of all this is this is 2020, 22 will be the first year uh, that ended in the red. Um, since our inception. But here's the great news. We had three and a half years before uh, 2022, and we do have a surplus that God has provided. And so we are strong financially. Um, if any of you need to 
would like to see and need to see uh, uh, our financial report, please come see me. I'll be glad to share that with you. Um, there, we, we want everything to be open to anybody that would want to see what we're doing. Um, and I just wanted to remind you, we do have a, a, a financial board of four members of you. Um, and their, their whole um, job is to uh, make sure that they resonate with the things that we're doing in regards to as, uh, as a church financially. And so we go before them and say, hey, we're thinking about doing this. How does that resonate? And um, if, if they agree, we feel confident that we can do it. If there's apprehension, then we pray about uh, directional change on those things. And so I want to thank that team for being a part of that. So I've, I will simply conclude by this. We ponder what this past year has taught us, um, but we dream about what God is going to do. I've got some pretty crazy wild dreams that God is stirring in my heart and don't have time to share them right now, but I'm excited about what God is doing and where he's taking us. And then finally, we don't want to be more excited about what God has done um, through us uh, than what he means to us. And so church, I just want to remind every one of you that we do all of this to further the kingdom um, that uh, Jesus um, has created for us to be a part of. And uh, as John Peterson taught us a few weeks ago, um, you know, it's all about the kingdom. It's not about Shine Church. It's about um, walking in fellowship and relationship with the Lord and furthering the work of his kingdom. And so thank you for partnering with us. Uh, thank you for being a part of this. I know I went through that super fast. So if you have any questions about these things, would you please reach out to me and let me know? Uh, but you guys, happy new year. Pray that you have an incredibly blessed weekend and we're praying blessing over each and every one of you for 2023. You guys, God bless.